Hi, podcast listeners. This is Del Lowry with Retirement Talk. Sometimes we wish we could change, change our life, change our habits. But change just doesn't come easy for some of us. Mac MacGyver, my neighbor, was one of those. Change was impossible. Roy Ingham, a friend of mine, offers us a different example. Their stories illustrate the power of habits in any attempt to change them. Now, Mac MacGyver was retired for 25 years. The last few years of his life, his doctor kept telling him to do this or that, have this medical test or that. Mac refused. He liked to sit on the back porch in the sun and listen to the Seattle Mariners baseball games. If there was no game, he would listen to talk radio. He smoked cigars and sat still. He wouldn't even walk across the road to look at the ocean and sunset. He died sitting in that chair, in the sun, listening to a ball game. He was 85. Not a bad way to go. We tend to develop daily routines. I suppose it's because we feel the routine is worthwhile. Aristotle knew that and advised us to take care with the routines that we establish. We are habitual creatures, he said. He claimed that we are good people because we have developed good habits. I believe that. I know that I'm a creature of habit. Most of us think about what we want to do with our life and then develop habits that fulfill those thoughts. I suppose not all of us do that. Some of us probably just fall into one thing or another. We don't sit down and consider just exactly what we want to do with our lives. Then we wake up some day and realize that changes should have been made. Over five years ago, I received a letter from Roy Ingham, an old friend, who was rearranging his life. He wrote his life story, so to speak, and came to some conclusions about how he should live. He decided to change habits. Here's what he planned for the future. Number one, listen to music daily for at least one half hour. It will not count if the music is being listened to as background music. He cannot busy himself with other things. I will sit still and give my full attention to the music, he says. Number two, read poetry for one half hour each day. Number three, beat a frame drum similar to the ones used by First Nations people in Canada for 30 minutes. It has the effect of putting my mind at rest, he says. Work at my pottery for at least six hours per day. Roy's been throwing pots for over 20 years. This will be a continuation of a habit he long ago established. Number five, commune with nature for 30 minutes each day by taking walks on the beach or in the woods. Number six, take a one-hour nap each day. At 84, he said, this is becoming a necessity, not just a pleasurable activity. 
It sounds like he's already practicing this one. Number seven, exercise about four hours per week. Three of these swimming. Roy has been doing this one for over 20 years. Again, it is a habit that he seems happy with. He wants to continue it. Number eight, in my relationship with the world, both human and non-human, I will attempt to love, honor, and respect the other. I will not seek to control any of the others to whom I relate. Number nine, practice yoga or Tai Chi two hours each week. And number 10, change the content of my reading from the present ratio of 90% nonfiction to 90% fiction, mainly novels and poetry. He ends the letter by saying, I have already begun to enact some of them and plan to become engaged fully in the proposed program within the next month or about the time of my 85th birthday. Now for an update. Roy just celebrated his 90th birthday. I just called and asked how he did in his effort to change his ways at age 85. As for listening to music one hour a day, his response? Fair. 30%. There are days I don't listen to any music, but when I do listen, it is never background. And beating a drum one half hour each day has not done any better. The drum is on the wall. I haven't been doing it. 5%. And for reading poetry every day? 10%. I have gone for weeks without poetry. And for doing pottery six hours each week? Yes, 100%. The pottery is going great. As for communing with nature for 30 minutes each day by taking walks on the beach or in the woods? 3%. I haven't had a walk in three months. Now in June, July, and August, I walk three days each week when I'm in Washington State living in the woods. But here in Sarasota, I don't walk. And as for taking a one-hour nap each day, he says, 110%. I never miss the nap. As for exercise, 100%. Swimming three days a week for 40 minutes keeps my body in pretty good working order. Some weeks I do 30 to 40 minutes of strength exercises. In his relationship with the world, both human and non-human, he would attempt to love, honor, and respect the other. And his response today to that goal is 100%. It is getting to the point where I do it without effort. And his goal to practice yoga or Tai Chi two hours each week? 0%. Never happened. I do stretching exercises four days a week. Maybe that counts. And the goal to change the content of his reading from 90% nonfiction to 90% fiction, mainly novels and poetry? 60 to 70% success. I read a lot of novels, nonfiction. He summed up his effort to change habits with routines of everyday life way against accomplishing all of these changes. It's hard to break habits. And I found something else that took much of my time. I spent a lot of time writing my play, 
I've been working on it eight or ten years, and it is really almost finished. I'm very happy with it. One thing I liked about his responses to my questions was how he fired back the answers. He never hesitated, not for a second. One thing is for sure, his mind is as good as ever. I think Roy did pretty good deciding to change habits. It's difficult at any age. At age 85, he made some major changes. His effort illustrates one thing for sure. You are never too old to change. This is Retirement Talk with something to think about. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org. Thank you.